Welcome to CII Radio. I'm Bobby Seals, Communications Executive at the Chartered Insurance Institute. In this episode, I'll be talking to Mark Randall and Jill White. episode of the podcast we're talking about how to excel in CII professional qualifications. We are joined by Mark Randall, winner of the Henry J. Tapscott Prize awarded for excellence in completion of the Advanced Diploma in Insurance and Jill White, Chief Customer Officer at the CII. To find out more about this podcast and for useful links go to thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Here's our conversation with Mark and Jill. Hello, Mark, and hello, Jill. Thank you for joining us on CII Radio today. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Nice to see you. Very pleased to have you both here. So firstly, Jill, starting on a more general note, what is the importance of professional qualifications and what positive impact do they have on a person's career? Well, professional qualifications enable an individual to demonstrate their competence and capability in their chosen profession rather than just academically. Specifically, I think they help a student understand how to apply their learning to their particular role, and it should make them a much better practitioner. Externally, having a professional qualification is a guarantee of capability and therefore it makes you much more marketable. Okay, great. And Mark, firstly, a huge well done on achieving both your ACIA and FCIA qualifications recently. How did you find completing them? So I thought it was quite time consuming, especially to begin with. And for the ACI, I found that it definitely does get easier as you progress through since the essay writing skills that you pick up can be applied to all of the assignments. So you do just get better at writing them as you go by. The first assignment I think was definitely the hardest, not because of the subject material, but because it was the first one and it can be easy to doubt yourself that what you're writing is correct. And the SAI is a little different since you are setting the question yourself and it is your own work, you know, rather than having the CI textbook help you to get started. But I think that ultimately people shouldn't be discouraged from giving it a go because the skills you have developed in your essay writing from the ACI can be transferred straight over to your FCI dissertation. Okay, great. And you spoke about utilising those essay writing skills there. What other strategies did you use for approaching each module? So my biggest tip is to first create a very thorough plan before you start writing anything. You want to draw your arguments and all the research you've done together under the different sections, which will form your answer. When you're at a point when, because of this detailed plan that you have, you know what you're going to write and when, that's when you should start writing your assignment answer. And the good thing about this approach is that it avoids large rewrites if your answer didn't quite come together as intended. And obviously, rewrites can be really time-consuming and can muddy your answer. Another tip I think should be done is to absolutely reference as you go along. It can be tempting to think that you can come back to something later and insert the reference then, but it takes far more time to find the reference again, you know, several days or even weeks later, rather than just fully referencing the material there and then. And finally, in terms of writing style, I would suggest using a formal but very clear and simple language. I think that insurance jargon is bad enough. And so adding unnecessarily complicated words makes it harder to read than necessary. And really, you want the reader to be able to keep up with your arguments. 
Okay, great. Thanks, Mark. Some really useful tips there. Jill, following the recent changes to assessment methods with the introduction of on-screen assessments for written papers and remote invigilation exams for multiple choice questions, how can candidates prepare sufficiently? So we have found that students much prefer working with a keyboard and screen as opposed to writing. The work is much more readily editable. And while students have worried about their typing speed initially, they've quickly found that online is much easier to complete. However, the system and the exam environment are very different from most students' previous experience. So it's vital that the students read the instructions, make sure they complete all of the system pre-checks and they familiarise themselves with any FAQs that we provided. And first and foremost, make sure that they use the web chat support first. Okay, great. And how have candidates taken to these new assessment methods, Jill? Well, we've had nearly 70% of all of our students choose to book remote invigilation rather than to travel to an examination centre. And of course, COVID has had a great deal of impact here. But students have reported being delighted that they can sit their multiple choice question papers at any time of the day or night, 365 days of the year, anywhere in the world. There have, of course, been teething problems and we've encouraged students to feedback to us so that we can constantly adapt and improve all of the time. For example, students found that the online calculator was really difficult to use. So we've enabled them to use their own calculators again following that feedback. Okay, great. Sounds like we've had some great feedback there. Looking forward, what are the CII's plans for exams and qualifications as we move into the new year, into 2021? So our plans are to keep improving and adapting the remote invigilation and the exam centre experience. We want to improve the design of the screen layout and make more exams available more often. Over the longer term, we're exploring new methods of assessment that will allow the students to really demonstrate their practitioner capability rather than great memories. What tips would you give to anyone currently studying a CII qualification? Mark, if we come to you first. So I would say only enrol in a course when you know you have time coming up to get working on the assignment you know, or the revision straight away. You really don't want to be always working just to meet the deadlines. And for the FCI, um, I would say do research on your question and really carefully compare it to the fellowship guidance before you enrol. You really don't want to be in a position where you've had um, a question approved, but then when it actually comes to writing it, you discover that you don't have enough material for the dissertation and try and pick a topic which you're well informed about, but try and keep it specific and niche so you can keep it nice and focused. And Jill, did you have anything to add to that? Yes. So first and foremost, find someone like Mark um, who's already completed and, and learn and share from their experience. And then also make sure you've done some past papers or some past case studies. And I think it's worthwhile to always invest in a professional revision course. OK, great. And um, finally, Jill, where can our listeners go for further information and updates on CII? qualifications and exams? So obviously there's the website, but if they're involved in exams, there's their own MyCII homepage, which will have all of the latest information on it. But please, can I ask that they students always read every email we send to them as they often contain vital information about any changes that might have happened or might be coming up. And Mark, what extra resources would you recommend to students? So the CII website does have 
um, links to Excel databases, um, which can be really useful for researching. I'd also recommend using Google Scholar because that can give you lots of really easy links to um, academic articles, which can be good for your research. RevisionMate is also a good resource. And I'd also recommend lots of online insurance publications. They have lots of journal articles, um, which could be relevant to your assignment question. Thank you, Mark and Jill, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you both. Thank you. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you for listening to this episode of CII Radio. To find out more, you can visit thejournal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And you can also follow us on Twitter at CII Group. So until next time, stay safe and thank you for listening to CII Radio.